Yo, it's your boy, Nathan Jean, from the Nathan Jean Show podcast, episode number six. And I got some goodies for you guys in this episode. It's uh, five strategies for web developing freelancers. Ugh. It is December 8th, 2016, and where I live right now, it's snowing like crazy. I live in Michigan. I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's it's finally hitting us. It, it's been delayed. Uh, we got off pretty easy uh, this, this whole entire winter. It hasn't really snowed, and it's coming down today, and it's going to be coming down real freaking hard all week is what they say. So I'm just going to stay bundled up nice and warm in my cozy house, uh, and I'm going to make some podcast episodes for y'all. So five strategies for freelance web developers. So I I was a freelance web developer for a really long time. I don't really classify myself as a freelance web developer anymore just because I'm more or less running a business. Uh, so uh, obviously, I really love freelancing. Uh, I really love writing code in general. And so uh, coming from a freelance web development background, I think I have some useful strategies for you guys that if you don't know about already you know, awesome. I hope this helps you out. Um, if you do know these ones, then sweet, maybe this can be like a refresher for you. So, but these were the five strategies that really kind of tipped over the dominoes for me. So the common struggle with being a freelance web developer is it's hard. It's very competitive. Not only are you competing on price a lot of times, which is absolutely terrible, but you're also butting up against, you know, bigger agencies in your local area, right? So firstly, I'm just going to name all five of the strategies. Uh, so the first one is broadcasting yourself. And the second one is don't compete on price. And the third one is spend more time on solicitation versus your portfolio. And number four is know your competition and number five is attend events, show up. So number one, broadcast yourself. I know a lot of freelance web developers that put a huge emphasis on their portfolios. It's the only thing I hear them talking about. I got to up my portfolio. Man, I really should spend some time upping my portfolio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a freelance web developer, you sure, your portfolio is definitely probably going to help. But don't overemphasize your portfolio because at the end of the day, the reason why uh, your clients are hiring you isn't always going to necessarily be about your portfolio. A lot of businesses, especially if you're a freelance web developer that's trying to go B2B, right, business to business, a lot of businesses want, they're going to, they're going to buy into you as an individual. Are you the man or woman for the job? Because here's the thing. They know that there are a million and one web developers out there. They know that they can go and hire developers from India who are going to charge like $3 an hour. So how do you compete against that? If, they, if they're a business that, you know, if you're talking about a bigger contract, let's say you're talking about like a $40,000 build, Right. The people that are going to hire you for a job like that, 
They don't give a shit about your portfolio. They want to know if you're the expert. They want to know if you're the man or woman for the job. Can they buy into you? Can they buy into your team? Now, obviously, your portfolio is going to show them some of your old work, but they're not interested in your old work. They want to know, they want to know what you're capable of doing today. Are you the person that's bringing the new technologies to the table? If you are, of course, your old work isn't going to have those included because it's your old work. Regardless, if you want to be able to sell yourself, which is ultimately what you're doing as a freelance web developer, you're selling yourself, okay? Especially if you're going B2B, you're selling yourself to that business, right? So you got to be competitive. Uh, One way to be competitive is to broadcast yourself. If you broadcast yourself more, aka meaning not necessarily audio podcasts, but if you start making videos about your, your freelance services, if you start posting on Instagram, if you start doing the whole Snapchat social media thing, if you really take the broadcasting aspect of it seriously, you're going to build some social proof for yourself. And you're going to have a track record that you can refer your clients to and say, hey, look, I've been putting out my thoughts and my opinions into the marketplace for X amount of time. Like I'm somebody who's giving a damn. I'm worth a damn, right? That's the whole point of of broadcasting, and by broadcasting yourself, you're going to be extremely more uh, competitive versus the people who aren't. So, number two, don't compete on price. I mean this. I mean this very seriously, so I want you you to listen up, because if you don't get this one right, you're going to lose a lot of time and energy in the wrong direction, okay? Do not compete for web development on price, meaning don't go to Fiverr and start trying to get web development jobs. Matter of fact, don't go to any of those platforms and look for web development jobs. There are a million and one articles out there that are are telling you that you should sell your web development services on Fiverr and et cetera, and and don't do it because you're going to a marketplace where everybody is going to compete on price. So chances are you're not going to be paid what you're worth for that work. There's no way that you can pay your bills that way. Being a web developer, and, and, and what that also does too is if you, if you agree and participate in that, in that system, uh, in that economy for uh, freelance web development, what it's going to make you do is it's going to make you deliver less of an awesome product because you're going to have to churn out things, things faster and cheaper, and that doesn't necessarily make them better. So never get into something that is going to force you to compete on price with with your web development. You got to know what your work is worth, what your time is worth specifically. So if you don't know what you're worth per hour as an individual, uh, as a freelancer, you really need to establish that. And then you really need to take that real and be, be real with it, you know, like... Don't be like, oh, my time is worth $300 an hour. Like, chances are it's, it's probably not, okay? So unless if, unless if you got a team, maybe. But re- regardless, you know, don't put yourself in this position to compete on price. So number three, spend more time soliciting yourself versus spending time on your portfolio. I kind of already touched on this a little bit, but your portfolio is very important, but it's not the end game. Your portfolio isn't what gets you clients. Your portfolio is used to build social proof, right? How you get clients is you solicit yourself. 
The more solicitations that you have, that's more swings at the plate, and you're going to have a better chance of hitting a home run if you spend more time soliciting yourself versus spending time upping your portfolio. Your portfolio should be upped by the work that you do for the clients that you solicit to, right? So think about it that way. Uh, Of course, if you have a weak portfolio, go ahead, spend a week, spend a month and try to try to improve on that. Try to build it better. Okay. You got to have some form of portfolio to show to your clients and say, Hey, look, I know what I'm doing, but don't overemphasize it. Don't overthink it. You know, your portfolio can be a lot of really tiny things. It doesn't have to be these big master web projects. Okay. They just need to be able to know that you, you can make really good designs and that you can make really, you know, enriched web websites and web projects. So, uh, solicit yourself more. Learn how to solicit yourself more. Broadcasting is one one of the ways to do that. So uh, I hope you can see where the dots are getting connected here. So next is know your competition. You need to know your competition. You need to know who are the other freelancers in your local area or in your state, let's say. Who are they? Who who are the agencies? Who are the bigger name agencies in Grand, you know, in in my city would be Grand Rapids, but get to know the other web development agencies that are out there and introduce yourself to them and put yourself out there and say, "Hey, here I am. If you guys need any help, you guys just let me know," right? And the reason why you want to do that is because you want to know that you want them to know that you're always in their backyard right? You want them to know that, hey, if you guys get overwhelmed because you're a super awesome agency and if you have extra work, that maybe they would be willing to send that work to you. So if you can get good with the agencies, you're going to be you're going to be okay. And also by uh, establishing yourself in those agencies, you know, putting yourself on the map or getting to know some of the employees from those agencies, that's also going to be a little bit of job security for you. So if freelancing doesn't work out, you can always revert back and go solicit yourself to those agencies and see if they're going to hire you, right? Obviously, that shouldn't be on the forefront of your daily tasks, but it's an important thing to check off on your checklist. So last is um, attend events. Figure out where your local web development meetups are and go to those events and start presenting. Also, start going to business events. Get to know your local business organizers and companies and inject yourself into those and show up at events because as a, as a freelance web developer, you want to go to the place where all these business owners are, right? Because chances are you're going to be doing B2B, right? Unless if you're going to be making a birthday cake website for your grandma, you know, we're talking business here. You got to go to the place where the business people are so that you can go solicit yourself. So start attending events, get out from behind the computer screen, go and introduce yourself to people. And you're going to find that you might pick up a few extra clients and and maybe you'll be able to turn them into long-term clients. So those are my five tips for freelance web developers. I hope those help you guys out. I definitely recommend that you apply those, really give them a chance and see what happens. You know, I tried them and they've worked a lot for me and and they've definitely helped me in my business. So 
Thanks once more, everybody, for tuning in to the Nathan Gene Show podcast. This has been episode number six. Uh, it's been really great so far. I'm going to continue to put out these episodes. And if you want to know more about what I'm doing, please go check me out on the social medias at Nathan Gene Show. Thank you guys so much. And until next time. Mm-hmm.